this is Heather, CEO of Finishing Moves Limited. Now I am here with John from Wrestling with Johnners, and I want to talk a little bit about the Fight Forever wrestling show Inferno that we went to last night. John. Yep. So it was at the Action Indoor Sports Centre in Bristol. Uh, so it's a fairly local event for us to get to. Didn't yeah. take too long to get there. And uh, we got there about half past four. And I think they were just letting in for the VIP at the time. Uh, now, we didn't have tickets for the VIP, but we no. were hoping they might be able to you know, sell us a couple of tickets. But uh, we, we got a bit fed up of waiting, so, so we went for something to eat. But we did come back shortly after where they were letting in uh, for the main show. Um, so when we got there, um, we got there about 6.15 and the show started at seven o'clock so it's all very professional it seems mm. to be quite a professional setup yeah uh, with all the the big video boards and uh, lights um so yeah it, it looked like they put a lot of effort into the presentation and um the first person that came out was um cody don't call me Rhodes. so uh, that was good he, he kind of introduced the show um obviously he's injured at the moment so he wasn't able to wrestle uh, but he was a big part of the Fight Forever tour that they're doing around the UK. And, um, yeah, he was, he was quite uh, quite entertaining. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Cody? I thought he was great. Great. He's got such great presence um, and personality anyway. Um, a, a real kind of um, tour de force. Obviously, you've all been following him kind of in his recent exploits, which we can kind of go on to a little bit later when we're talking about what we did after the um, uh, watching the wrestling when we... Um, went to the Bruce Pritchard podcast where he was talking a little bit, bit about what he's been doing. He, he didn't take himself too seriously. No. He was having a bit of banter with the fans in the audience, taking the mickey with how, how cold it was in that uh, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the action indoor sports centre, and it was bloody cold as well. Um, but he, he set the scene, and um, really nice guy, always decked out in very you know, smart suits, um, but uh, really nice to see him. And then we kind of got on with our first match, which was the Grizzled Young Veterans, and that's Zach Gibson and James Drake versus Flash Morgan Webster and Travis Banks. So four really talented individuals that you've probably seen on the independent circuit around the UK. Um, you've almost certainly seen them on NXT UK if you watched that on the WWE Network. I've mentioned them quite a few times in my podcasts. But it was nice to see some fairly well-known talent in the first match. And um, the first time I've seen Travis Banks wrestle. Um, but um, yeah, what, did, what did you think? Well, this is the second time I've seen uh, Flash Morgan Webster wrestle, and I have to say, like, it, he's he's must have made massively improved. Yeah. And maybe it's got something to do with all of the work that's been put into the NXT UK roster. Um, but but both both tag teams were amazing. Um, Zach Gibson on the mic is always an absolute pleasure to watch. <laughs> he uh, was such such a heel. We got so yeah. so booze all round. Um, obviously anybody that's seen him on TV know that he is uh, just a natural heel. Um, he, he's a natural on the mic. He really gives it to the crowd, mm. and the crowd give it back to him as well. Um, you know, there's there some individuals that were trying to, you know, get the sh shoes off if you hate Gibson chant going, and uh, <laughs> stand up if you hate Gibson, and uh, that worked to a certain degree. But um, uh, he, both him and James Drake were interacting with the yeah. the fans in the front row and kind of getting them to hate them even more. Um, but it was really, really good. I thought it was an excellent opener. Really. Yeah. Uh, fun action definitely set the tone um yeah. and the winners in the end were the grizzled young veterans so i think there was uh, lots of really good action i know that uh, flash morgan webster and Tra travis banks are, are not usually uh, tag teams together 
um, but the Grizzled Young Veterans, they have been together for quite a while. Mm. Um, and uh, But both teams gelled really well. thought it was a very entertaining opener. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, 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 the heel team of... Um, uh, Drake and Gibson walked away as the winners. So, um, yeah, it was a good good opener, good way to start yeah. the night. I'd like to see them win again, even though they were the heels of the match. I absolutely <laughs> love them. So. Yeah, I think for entertainment value, is is an excellent way to start the show. Yeah. Um, then it went into uh, Rampage. Um, many people might know Rampage as Rampage Brown, but uh, um, he was up against Justin Sizem. Uh, both of them familiar to the UK audience because they were um, stars on the World of Sport Saturday afternoon special um, earlier on in the summer. Yeah. And um, yeah, Rampage was definitely the heel. Uh, Justin Sizem definitely the, uh, the the baby face here. Um, some some chance in the crowd that Justin Sizem was a bootleg Cena, which was quite entertaining. Uh, but... He liked it too. You could tell he was smiling away when he heard that. So that yeah. was that was quite nice as well to feel more that not just are we there to be treated to some excellent wrestling, but the wrestlers themselves are down to earth and understand that we want to have our fun just yeah. as much as they do. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Rampage was a, an excellent heel and uh, he was kind of interacting with the crowd, as you would expect um, bad guys to do. But um, yeah, I, I've not seen any of these two wrestle before, uh, but uh, I, I certainly had a lot more respect for them by the end of the match. And Justin Sizem, the babyface, walked away the winner. I think Thank Justin Sizem is actually the current World of Sport champion, so I suppose that was only fitting. Um, but uh, it was a fairly entertaining match between two reasonably well-known wrestlers and yeah. uh, I think they both played their part quite well. Continued the hype that had already been started from the first match yeah. quite nicely. Yeah, so. there wasn't there wasn't a, a dip in the uh, no. in the atmosphere at all. Okay, then it went into um, a match that I was particularly looking forward to. Um, we had Viper and B Priestley versus Millie McKenzie and Brandy Rhodes. Um, so you can call her Rhodes, but you can't call Cody Rhodes. No, no, that's no, it's right. Not, not anymore, because um, not anyway. Allowed. But uh, this was a, a really fun match. I think all four wrestlers um, did a good job. Uh, B Priestley didn't seem to get involved in the match too much, to be honest with you. It was uh, a lot of Millie and a lot of Viper. I think they're the two more experienced workers in the ring compared to Brandy and, and B Priestley. Um, but well, perhaps it, they're getting a push. Maybe, know? maybe. I know that uh, Millie McKenzie is actually the current uh, yeah. Fight Forever Women's Champion. Yeah. Uh, so she was given quite a big role in this tag match. And Viper is a, a very, very experienced uh, female competitor on the independent circuit around the UK. Mm -hmm. um, some people may know her from the World of Sport um, show uh, that took place over the summer. Um, and some may know her from the Mae Young Classic that took place last year, 2017. Uh, but it's a really good match. And it won when Brandy Rhodes was able to spear or perform a spear on Viper mm -hmm. for the win. Uh, so the baby faces of Brandy Rhodes and um, Millie McKenzie walked away with the win there. What did you think? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, some really, really great technical work um, from Millie as well, who I didn't really have any expectations of kind of coming into this, you know, a, a relatively uh, new wrestling fan and, and not having that much experience with this, uh, with kind of her at all. So she was amazing. Really, really, really impressed. Um, and the best thing I think about it was that they were – they were giving it such great chat to each other in the ring. I really liked to kind of watch them tell the story. Yeah. They did that really well yeah. and got the crowd um, into it as well. Yeah. So smashed it. Yeah. Really good storytelling. Really good action. Uh, one of my favourite matches of the night. Yeah. Um, but um, as, as Heather will testify, I'm a big Viper fan. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, sad to see her lose, but great to see her in the flesh and see her wrestle. Really enjoyed that one. 
next up we saw El Fantasmo versus Joe Hendry. Now I wasn't too familiar with El Fantasmo before mm. um, we got the tickets for Fight Forever, so maybe he's a fairly mm. new wrestler on the independent circuit. I'm sure he's more well-known than I'm giving him credit for. But Joe Hendry, um, like I say, well-known on the independent circuit for ICW up in Scotland and for the World of Sports special, um, even for TNA in, in the States. Um, so definitely an experienced, well-versed wrestler. Uh, we quite enjoyed his, his entrance music. Oh, yeah, we uh, did. That he, that he <laughs> sang um, his yeah. own entrance music, so really, really good. Shades of uh, Shawn Michaels there <laughs> a little bit. But, Loved it. Yeah, but um, El Fantasmo, quite a, an athletic, high-flying character. Yeah. Um, so lots of cool moves. Joe Hendry playing the heel um, in this match, and uh, he played it very, very well. Um, I thought we had another fairly good match. Yeah. Like I, said, I was quite into Joe Hendry and everything he did in the ring. And what I found was quite amusing is every time Joe Hendry did a move, he uh, said his own name, which was quite amusing. He was trying to get the crowd to say it too, <laughs> and, and we just weren't really having any of it because as the match went on, El Fantasmo really showed himself to be maybe not the better wrestler, but definitely wanting to show um, show off what he can do. So he was getting more, more and more impressive by the minute. Yeah. Um, so I think Joe was losing a little bit of crowd support that he had from the very beginning. Um, but it, it was still a very entertaining match. Yeah. Um, very, very impressive from them both. Yeah, I think some things that stuck out in my mind from this match in particular was El Fantasmo's uh, athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a spot where he walked around the top rope yeah. around all four sides, did lots of uh, top rope manoeuvres, lots of high-flying moves. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be keeping a keen eye on him in the yeah. future. Um, definitely some, someone to look out for. Uh, like I say, maybe I'm not giving him enough, enough credit uh, for his experience. First time I've seen him, I don't really know too, too much about him, but uh, he you know, finished that match with my respect. So, yeah. um, a really good match. And he actually uh, walked away with the win as well. He did. Yeah, he did. And he deserved it too. Yeah, very, very good. good. Uh, next match uh, was a, quite an entertaining match. We had uh, Kip Sabian and... Uh, is it Yeston Reese, Yeston Reese, Yeston Reese? <laughs> anyway, um, versus Shah Samuels and Martin Kirby. So I'm familiar with Shah Samuels and Martin Kirby once again from the UK independent scene and from the world of sports. Um, I think uh, Kip Sabian and Yeston Reese was also in the world of sport. But uh, quite a good tag, ma- tag match, our third tag match of the night. Nice um, to see so many tag matches. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. Um, Shah Samuels was a real character. Yeah. Um, and uh, usually plays a, a heel on TV, or certainly from what I've seen, but he was definitely um, quite an entertaining babyface in this match. Yeah. And uh, really got uh, a lot of crowd support, was um, definitely, I think his, his character's kind of like a bit of a... a, a, a bit, yeah, well, a bit of a bit of a cockney, really, and uh, you yeah. reminded me of a bit of a, an extra for me, Stenders, if I'm honest <laughs> with you. Uh, but uh, a, a really entertaining match, some really good moves. Uh, Kip Sabian... Much along the same vein as El Fantasmo, quite a high-flying, athletic character. Um, we really should call him Super Bad. Oh, is that right? Kip Sabian. Yeah. Super Bad Kip Sabian. Every time he did a move, he was saying <laughs> Super Bad like that, and and I absolutely loved it. I yeah. think in, in in six months' time, he's gonna have he could still have crowds all over the place. A bit like Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. It's gonna be. That's that's, that's his thing. that's his Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Okay, so that was really good. Uh, Shah Samuels uh, got the pin there for his team. Him and Martin Kirby walked away with the win. Uh, a really entertaining match. So I think you know we've been uh, uh, you know spoiled to some good matches so oh, far. Yeah. Really good card. Very. Su- One thing going into this whole show was I was very surprised at uh, you know how stacked the the, the talent roster were uh, was for the for these shows. Bearing in mind that um, Fight Forever is a brand new promotion. I started from nothing by a couple of brothers. 
who were just wrestling fans not even a year ago and they've kind of built this thing up from scratch self-financed it planned it themselves everything was fairly well organized from you know when we first got to the building the, the security and uh, yeah. all, all the regulations and the way they were handling the vip although we didn't get in there of course um but uh, <laughs> very, yeah absolutely but really really impressed with the, with the talent roster like i say a lot of nxt uk talent a lot of uh, world of sport talent and uh, bringing uh, stars over from the states as well but uh, Shah Samuels definitely stood out was a real fan favorite a great character um, immediately following the match I think he uh, grabbed um, the remains of a pint from a fan in the front row and downed it at uh, ringside and then he uh, jumped over the barrier went to the bar which was directly behind where we were sat and uh, ordered two pints he did. Um, so I think <laughs> he was enjoying himself today's show is brought to you by finishing move limited specialising in the simple, stylish and versatile to help you elevate your everyday. Check out their Instagram at Finishing Move Limited and find their elevated essentials range at finishingmovelimited.com. Well, let's move on anyway. Uh, the next match was Amir Jordan and El uh, Ligero. Again, another crowd favourite. Amir Jordan came out and he was absolutely... He was loving it. He had um, yeah. a, a cool song on. He was dancing around to it. Yeah. He was running around, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, El Liguero from yeah. Mexico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or is he? Well, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, but a uh, really fun and entertaining match. And you could tell, you, you, you can see from this match why both wrestlers have been signed by the WWE, oh, why yeah. both wrestlers uh, work for NXT UK, both um, excellent, very, very smooth workers in the ring. I think their styles complemented one another. Um, yeah. Amir Jordan, quite athletic, lots, lots of fast-paced moves. Um, so fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, El Ligero, the more high-flying um, worker, uh, and like I say, one of the hardest workers on the UK independent scene. Yeah. Um, but uh, really enjoyed this match. I think this is probably my favourite match of the night, uh, just for the entertainment, the moves, uh, the match, the storytelling. Uh, really loved it, and I think uh, Amir Jordan walked away with the win at the end there. He did, but they had a little hug at the end, which I yeah. always enjoy yeah. at the end of a wrestling match. So, uh, two baby faces. Uh, I don't think any of them really stood out as, as heels, so I would say yeah. two baby faces here in this match. And um, yeah, a really, really fun match. Um, after the match, Amir Jordan. Uh, ran round the ring about four or five times. I don't know why. It was quite bizarre, but entertaining all at the same time. Um, but that just shows what, what a, a good character he is. Um, He's just always hyped. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Just, just super hyped to be here and be a part of the uh, Fight Forever wrestling promotion. Absolutely. And then we went into our uh, main event. So uh, Flip Gordon, uh, the first ever Fight Forever world champion, yeah. I suppose you could say. Uh, he won the uh, title a couple of nights previously. And he was up against Jimmy Havoc. Uh, now, I've seen a fair bit of Jimmy Havoc, um, you know, for wrestling for progress. Um, of course, one of the longest reigning progress champions of all time. I think the longest reigning progress champion. And uh, mm -hmm. um, as soon as Jimmy Havoc got in the ring, uh, he basically said, uh, you know, that, that with Flip coming from the States, um, he's not come all the way from America to fight him in just a regular match and he wanted to turn the title match into a hardcore match um, so it did eventually become a hardcore match and they, they pretty much used everything didn't they there was bacon trays a bacon staple trays. gun yeah <laughs> whatever they could find they were they were grabbing it and they were they were giving it an excellent hardcore match. chairs we didn't expect it no it was, it was great our favorite I mean my favorite kind of match anyway or you know thinking about matches um, historical matches that I love always going to be in, in the kind of hardcore realm and 
Um, the one disappointment, I think, for us being in the crowd on the side that we were is yeah. that when they jumped into the crowd, you know, chasing each other with the baking trays and chairs and whatever they had and the stapler, um, they went to one of the corners of the room and so we couldn't actually get um, a view of everything that went on. But yeah. by the time they got back in the ring, uh, Flip Gordon looked like he'd, he'd had it, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he'd seen better days. Yeah, absolutely. But... Um, there, there were there were lots of chairs involved. I know that. Um, I think it was both Jimmy and and Flip Gordon uh, got a pile of chairs in the middle of the ring. Then they, oh, yeah. they were. I think Flip Gordon was encouraging fans to pass him their chair yeah. so that they could um, add to the pile of chairs, which was quite interactive. I was. Uh, I did have flashbacks to an ECW show that I saw um, yeah. over twenty years ago where they were just throwing chairs into the ring, and I did you know kind of fear for my life at one point. I thought everybody was going to start throwing their chairs. That didn't happen. Instead, we got an ironing board um so not not your typical hardcore uh you know weapon those british fans were like yeah weapon of choice but yeah i think the ironing board was more over than uh than some of the wrestlers but uh (laughs) yeah so we saw some really cool spots in the ring where uh jimmy havoc and flip gordon was being uh, suplexed and thrown through Mm -hmm. chairs and through ironing boards um but we didn't quite get the end of the match that we was expecting because joe hendry um who i'm guessing um uh, on a previous Fight Forever show, um, had won the Ace in a Case uh, briefcase, which, um, similar to Money in the Bank, would have entitled him to uh, a championship match. So he cashed in his Ace in a Case and uh, turned the match into a three-way. Maybe. And um, within a you know less than five minutes, Joe Hendry um, won the match. Uh, I think it was Jimmy Havoc that he pinned, and uh, he ended up winning. The, the title match to become the second ever Fight Forever world champion. It so, was uh, amazing. Yeah, no, it, it was great to see a title change. Um, I like the, the twist with uh, Joe Hendry coming in and cashing in. And uh, like I say, it's um, almost normalised the hardcore element that we had before. Yeah. Turning into a standard three-way match. Ugly. Yeah, turning into a standard three-way match. And um, yeah, it, it was a fun main event. Uh, quite a, a highlight with the title change at the end. And um, kind of a good conclusion to the yeah. wrestling show. Unexpected, amazing performances. You know, such energy. Um, you know, fantastic event. We'll yeah. definitely go to the next ones that they have. Definitely. 100%. This is now a promotion that you've got to support. Mm. Whatever you're doing. Absolutely. And uh, with the talent that they used uh, last night and uh, uh, over the the four night tour. Um, I don't think you'd be disappointed if you catch a Fight Forever wrestling event in the future. And I know that they've got uh, some more shows booked for 2019. Get yourself there. There we go. So while they were taking down the the, the ring, um, there was an opportunity to meet some wrestlers. Obviously, uh, some of the the talent was uh, selling their shirts and uh, signing autographs, taking photos. So we met a few. Uh, We met um, uh, Viper, who I was very happy to have my photo taken with. Uh, Flash uh, Morgan Webster, Millie McKenzie, Travis Banks. Amir Jordan, and uh, we saw uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. We did. So that was quite exciting. So exciting. They've, like, Cody's been like a hero for so long, so mm. it was so cool to go and actually meet them, shake the hand um, of, of them both, and we had our photo taken with the championship. Yeah, with the IWGP US title, so that was quite cool. And it was, it was heavier than I was expecting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it not was. like these uh, replica toy belts you can get from Toys R Us <laughs> or used to be able to get from the toy shop. It no. was a proper piece of hardware. It was pretty cool. But they were quite personable. They were Lovely. very chatty. Uh, really interested. Well, they, they appeared interested in us and uh, interested in talking to us. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But that was a, a nice way to end uh, that segment of it. Um, so, yeah. And, and it, 
the only thing I didn't like about it is just how goddamn gorgeous both of them are. Oh. Two two amazingly beautiful individuals, Cody and yeah. Brandy. And their dog as well. He wasn't there. He's just as beautiful as they are, Pharaoh. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I hear about them is how, how beautiful they are. Um, so then it didn't end there because uh, the price of admission also included um, a live show at the end of it. So they've got a, a kind of a, a side room. Uh, there must have been a few hundred seats in there. And it was um, uh, presenting... Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson with their, their their usual podcast show, something to wrestle with, uh, but in the live show, uh, live stage show formats. Um, I've actually been to a live uh, something to wrestle with show when I uh, went to New Orleans in April, um, but uh, Heather, you haven't. Um, no, you, my first time. Yeah, so you, you you hadn't really listened to any of their podcasts no. before um, Saturday night, but what did you think of the whole thing? Well, I only know them from their the network show that they did. They did something else to wrestle with. Um, so from that, I kind of got a sense of their format and how they talk. And I've always really loved, you know, how, um, you know, Bruce will go off on a tangent and Conrad will kind of bring it back in and kind of get him kind of talking about the point. But he's also very, very challenging. And there was definitely an element of that tonight but I think what we really saw was them letting their, their hair down yeah you know they were just enjoying themselves they started the show by kind of saying have we got any bad parents in here because <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not exactly PG no, no it's not PG um but it wasn't it wasn't too bad they told, told some great stories about um Vince McMahon um as a family man as a boss you know as, yeah. as someone that they've worked with for yeah in, in Bruce's case I think something like 45 years well I, th- I think yeah 20 25 years but uh, I know Bruce Pritchard's been in the wrestling ah. business from uh, from being a young lad but uh, yeah. then they started uh, telling old dusty stories oh, old yeah. d- dusty road stories um and then um w- what what would you know but uh, Cody came out yeah. to uh, interrupt one of their very uh, amusing dusty stories and uh, thought he'd, he'd get in on the on the banter and the storytelling. Um, and I think one once uh, Cody got out there, it, it really took off. I think there were some really funny stories about when he was growing up. Um, apparently he was he was afraid of Sting when he was younger, and uh, he used to be a big fan of him. But it, but he did used to scare him for some reason. Don't know if it was the face paint. <laughs> uh, but it's a very amusing story about that. Um, so, some really cool story. Apparently, uh, uh, Dusty wasn't um, a poor son of a plumber. Um, <laughs> he uh, apparently was was uh, a little bit more well off um, than, than people gave him credit for. But uh, it was quite an amusing story that when Goldust, um, apparently he, he just signed a WWE contract or he was doing well for himself. And uh, one month he bought his dad um, a, a, a Jeep. Uh, the following month, he bought Cody a Jeep. The third month, he bought himself a Jeep. And then the fourth month, he got fired from WWE. <laughs> so he had to sell all three Jeeps um, because, uh, yeah, it, it all went a little bit uh, south after that. Yeah. Uh, but some really cool stories. Um, but they actually handed it over to the audience, didn't yeah. they? So yeah. it, it, was, it was a Q&A uh, where they gave the audience a chance to ask Bruce, Conrad and Cody uh, questions. So there was... A few questions about Cody's future going into 2019 and what the future holds for him. Um, I think a lot of us know that his Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan contracts are up um, either at the end of this year or early 2019. And there's a lot of speculation about whether him and the the Bucks and Kenny Omega might be going to WWE or whether they might be starting up their own promotion. Um, All Elite Wrestling, um, you know, has been rumoured as a new promotion starting up in 2019 headed by uh, the Elite um, but uh, he, he wasn't giving anything away. He was keeping the cards no. very close to his chest. Um, but uh, he, he, you know, he kind of blushed a little bit every time somebody brought up uh, a new promotion. 
and um, you know I think something's in the works there so we shall have to see with that but a really really fun Q&A um, I think that lasted for about an hour so we you know we was out there by by uh, just after 11 o'clock but I think all in all it was excellent value for money from yeah. from the wrestling to meeting the wrestlers afterwards meeting uh, Cody and Brandy and, and getting to hold the, the uh, uh, New Japan US title and then the something to wrestle with show afterwards so um yeah, uh, really good value for money. If they do this again in the future, I'd love yeah. to be there. 100%. I think the one thing we forgot to mention is that the Godfather was there. He was. He did a hoe train. He I got did. to see my first hoe train. Yeah, so that was, was amazing. That was slightly... And he did an after party, he didn't did, he? Yeah. which we didn't go to. But next time, perhaps, we will... Uh... We'll, we'll make our way over to the the Godfather's after party. Yeah, so I actually thought that that was you know, although a little bit cringy when they were doing the uh, <laughs> the, the, the hoe train, uh, because they didn't really have any hoes um, and not very many women to be honest with you. It's quite a few guys yeah. part of the hoe train, so I don't think they really knew what they were getting them. themselves into. But uh, um, during the VIP meet and greet, which we weren't able to attend, he was there as Papa Shango. Yeah. And then for the the wrestling and the um, after show activities, he was there as uh, Godfather. So we're definitely getting our uh, you know, money's worth from uh, from Charles right there. But um, uh, I think yeah, I give this show a, a solid nine out of ten. I think the entertainment value was was very very good and uh, really good value yeah. for money. And I think it was well organised, really really stacked card. Um, and uh, like I say, even after the wrestling, uh, there was just as much entertainment to be had. Yeah. Far, far more impressive than we could have ever imagined. Yeah, it was more than more than we was expecting. But uh, there we go. So uh, yeah, next time I go to a wrestling event with Heather, we'll uh, hopefully have more reviews for you in the future. But yeah. um, there we go. Thank you very much for having me on, uh, Johnners, and I hope to see you soon.